Hello everyone, welcome again to another Word for Today with Ray. And before we begin, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you again for your Word as we come to it again today in this book of Esther, learning about you and your Son Jesus and your ways. Today, Lord, once again, we ask that you by your Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth, that we may live according to your ways, and that you would empower us with your Holy Spirit. Uh, through whom your word says, it's not by might nor by power, but by your spirit, says the Lord, so that we can live according to those ways and be a blessing to you. We thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. The title to today's lesson is The Scribes' Writings, and it's taken from the book of Esther, chapter 8 and verse 9. King Ahasuerus gave the promise to Esther and Mordecai that they could be involved in writing a new law that would be used to counteract the edict that all the Jews be exterminated. In chapter 8 and verse 9 of the book of Esther, we see their influence among the scribes as this new law is spread throughout the Persian kingdom. We read, Then were the king's scribes called at that time in the third month, that is, the month Sivan, on the three and twentieth day thereof. And it was written according to all that Mordecai commanded unto the Jews and to the lieutenants and the deputies and rulers of the provinces which are from India unto Ethiopia, an hundred and twenty-seven provinces unto every province according to the writing thereof and unto every people after their language and to the Jews according to their writing and according to their language. The verse begins, Then were the king's scribes called at that time in the third month, that is the month Sivan, on the three and twentieth day thereof. Once the king gave permission to add to the law, the scribes were called to write it. They came on the twenty-third day of the third month, Sivan. This was approximately two months after the initial order of execution of the Jews was written, but it was around nine months before the edict was to occur. The immediacy and urgency of this command was indeed a preventative measure to save the Jews. The verse goes on to say, And it was written according to all that Mordecai commanded unto the Jews, and to the lieutenants, and the deputies, and rulers of the provinces, which are from India to, unto Ethiopia, a hundred twenty and seven provinces, unto every province according to the writing thereof, and unto every people after their language, and to the Jews according to their writing and according to their language. All that Mordecai commanded unto the Jews and rulers of the kingdom was written by these scribes. Little did Mordecai know when he sat at the gate that he would have influence upon the entire kingdom of Persia, and yet God put him in the place of influence to affect it. There was no people or language throughout the 127 provinces within the kingdom who would not hear about this new order. If we think back just a few chapters, we will remember the state in which Mordecai was at the time. He was humbled, displaced, sitting in sackcloth and ashes as he pled to God on behalf of his people. At this point in our story, he is elevated to a number two position in the kingdom, and his words influence the people scattered throughout it. Only God can alter past such as this, and just when 
uh, something seems impossible, he is ready to change the entire course. May the inspiration of Mordecai's advancement through the humble act of bowing before the Lord help us to know that the solution for our situation is just ahead of us as well. Next time, we will see the king's official seal being given to this writing. So write ahead, or read ahead, and we shall join together then. Until tomorrow, there is more. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace as you continue to study his word in Jesus' name.